0: Improving a webinar is one of like the single biggest things you can do to change your sales conversion. Because if you run numbers in your marketing and you see the difference between like I convert 1% of my leads and 2% of my leads, it's insane. I mean, that's essentially doubling your sales. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 445. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We are going into quarter four. Can you guys believe it? I have made sure to intentionally take some time in the last few weeks and just reflect on personally and professionally, like where do I want to be by the end of this year? And what were my goals this year? And have they shifted? Have I achieved some of them? Um, Do I need to change things? And like, what is a non-negotiable for me for my business and for me personally between now and the end of the year? So I think that's a fun exercise of reflection to do. And I have just been feeling so much gratitude for my team and our clients. Um, We more than doubled our client roster in the last 90 days. So I have shared how I shared a couple months back that I was basically like rebuilding my business. And so, obviously, when I first started my business, I was super involved in delivery. I mean, I was the delivery, and I went back to that for a little while. I'm still in that place and i am been training people and resetting things and just resetting everything and that's been probably the last three months maybe just over that it's been like that and I always tell people that there's delayed reactions in your business so the results that you get today are really an effect of what you were doing 90 days ago because there's delayed in your marketing typically there's delayed in um the nurturing you do for your audience but also in your delivery and so if you're cutting corners or you have a huge gap like you have the wrong team members on your team or you know you're making mistakes or you aren't paying attention to something or you're slipping you're not going to necessarily see the impact of that today but you will see it in like 90 days from now on average and so i feel like i'm finally like coming above water and seeing the impact of the last 90 days of work and it's just so awesome and so much fun and I'm spending a ton of my time like probably 95% of my time right now literally involved in delivering and I don't mind it you know anytime I get a sense of like ah this is like so much I'm so overwhelmed or I feel like I've gone backwards because I used to be fully out of my delivery and now I'm back in it I reframe it and I just feel gratitude because I have learned so much over the last six months And I've learned it alongside of really amazing team members that I just said this to one of them the other day is like, we've rebuilt and we might be busy and overwhelmed right now because we've signed a lot of clients and that pushes delivery and you have to step up and you have to train team members and you have to push process and all the things that come with that. But we're so much stronger than we were three months ago. And we've learned so much from what we've gone through, things that we will never do again. We will never make that mistake again. And that's the game, right? Like that's literally the game. You do something, you make a mistake, you do something and you're like, you look back on it and you're like, man, I shouldn't have done it that way. And then you just move forward and you move forward and, and you are better tomorrow than you were yesterday. So, all right, that's a side note. I just want to share that update with you guys. I'm excited for October. October is my favorite month of the year. It's my birthday. It's the fall. It's all the things. I just wish Texas would get colder than it is right now because it's supposed to be fall. So today I wanted to talk about webinars and this obviously will be specific if you have a webinar or not, this will be relevant to you. However, I think webinars are just an art of selling, not I think I know. Providing value, connecting with your audience and then pitching an offer is a tactic whether it's officially formatted like a webinar or it's in the form of a conversation with somebody or you're speaking to a group of people. Like it's a age old tactic. It's the way that we connect and sell. And so regardless if you actually have a webinar funnel or not, this is gonna be relevant for you. And over the last several months since we launched Elite and into our profit clients, I started auditing their webinars because a lot of opportunity for clients is the sales conversion of their actual webinar. And I have a lot of experience with webinars and I have, pro- I mean, I have probably done 30 different webinars myself. Like I pump out webinars and content and things. And so I've done that. I've learned from really amazing people who teach webinars. Um, and I've done all the things. I've looked at all the formats. I've, I've learned, like I said, from experts. I've audited my own webinars. I've had my webinars audited. And so I've been able to take that into client accounts and Improving a webinar is one of like the single biggest things you can do to change your sales conversion. Because if you run numbers in your marketing and you see the difference between like I convert 1% of my leads and 2% of my leads, it's insane. I mean, that's essentially doubling your sales with a 1% change. And that can easily be done by improving your webinar. So I wanted to share with you guys three things that is super common every time that I audit a webinar that I find, like every single time. And this is also relevant to how you just do marketing, how you present, how you communicate. So it doesn't have to be a webinar, but this is very common in the way people connect with their content or their email marketing, that they will make these mistakes. So let's dive into those. The first thing, the biggest thing that people make a mistake on is they... In the teaching. And I feel like with webinars, people jump to like, can you just look at my pitch? And can you, you know, make make that better? But the thing is with webinars, they're truly an art. And the what you teach, the content, the pre-framing, what happens at the beginning of the webinars is so much more important than the pitch because the pitch is easy if you've done that right. And so what you put in that content is really important. That it nails it. And one of the biggest things, like if you just back it out, here is the goal of a webinar. With your content and with that beginning portion of the webinar, you wanna paint a picture. You wanna show the person consuming this and watching this, you wanna show them what's possible. You want them to understand as it relates to your niche and the problem you solve, you either want them to have the thoughts of, oh, that's why I've been doing it wrong all this time, or oh, That is totally what's missing from my business, from my health, from my marketing. You fill in the blank. That's what's missing. And now I understand why I'm not getting the result I want to get. Like I can see the path. I can visualize the path. And so another way to put it is that your webinar and your content is the what. And then your offer becomes the how. And so your content, it needs to paint that picture it is not spewing a bunch of facts at people. It's not giving them a bunch of mistakes they're making. It's not telling them, you know, the three mistakes and then the five steps and then the two things and overwhelming them with information. Overwhelm does not equal value. It's you taking the time as the expert in your industry to break down something in such a clear, concise but valuable way that you create a mini transformation for the person consuming it. And so a lot of times when I look at webinars, people do a couple things. One, they teach way too much, but there's no depth to what they're teaching. So they're just telling you mistakes, but they're like glazing over them. And it's like, okay, cool, I don't know if I'm making that mistake or not. I don't know what I should do not to make that mistake. I'm not clear, right? And if if your audience isn't clear by the end of the content, they're not gonna take any action. They're gonna be confused and overwhelmed. The other thing people do is they pack in way too much because they're trying, their intention is to give value. But because there's no depth or clarity in it, like there's no there's no clarity, that's the best way to put it. Somebody doesn't gain clarity and understanding in the content because it's just like fire hosing them with information. And that's not valuable. So I found myself in my last couple of webinar audits Here's what I found. And this probably happens to a lot of people. They used a template and I have a template. I have a template for webinar slides for our done with you program that I shut down. I have a template because templates are nice, right? They're a nice place to start. But they use a template, whether that's, you know, Amy Porterfield's template, Russell's template, my template, it doesn't matter. They use a template and then I go into there and I can tell it's a template because I can tell they're trying to mold themselves and their content into a template. And that's never going to work. And so what I tell them to do, and this is something you can do, is I say, I want you to just not even look at these slides for a second. And I want you to either go find somebody or pretend like you have somebody in front of you. And I want you to have a conversation. And I want you to figure out how you explain this. And so for for example, if the problem that they solve is, I'm going to show you how to, let's just use me, I'm going to show you how to create success in your marketing, then I would ask them that's them. And I would say, okay, now you explain to me, what are the three things? What are the five things? Like if I was like, listen, you have 20 minutes of my attention and I want you to walk me through what I have to do to create success in your marketing. And every time I do that, they have clarity and they're like, oh, it's this, this, and this. I just did a strategy call with someone who is in the beauty industry and her webinar, it was, it was a template and I hadn't even audited it. This was on her strategy call. And I was like, let's just pause for a second. Like, I want you to just tell me based on your expertise based on your experience what are the three or four things or five things at most what do I have to do to achieve the result of having a six-figure stylist company that was what her industry is and she just named them off and they were super valuable she's like you got to have this you got to be able to know your worth and charge it you got to have a marketing plan and she just listed them off and I'm like that is your webinar That's your webinar content right there. You go deep with each one of those things. Now you're not going to go deep and explain like, well, you get this spreadsheet and then you go over here and overwhelm people. You're going to go deep with painting the picture. And so if you have ever created a webinar and used a template, it's never going to sound authentic if you couldn't explain it in a conversation. If you ever watch me in a webinar and I've gotten many comments about this, they're like, Emily, you're the same exact person when I see you on a webinar as when I see you on like a Zoom training that you're teaching something. And I'm like, yeah, of course I am because I would never teach something that doesn't feel authentic to me and doesn't feel like I can say it confidently because that's gonna come off in the webinar. And so your goal is if you're trying to solve a specific problem, how to improve somebody's marketing, how to have a stylist grow a six-figure business, how to um, help teachers teach reading in their classroom like I'm just listing off some of the niches then you take a step back and you go okay if I had 20 minutes with someone what would I walk them through as the expertise that I am and I said this in one of my recent webinar audits, I was like this is your business process like you can't skim over this you can't you know plug in a couple words in a template and change it and expect your webinar to be successful and that's some like harsh truth reality for someone but I'm good at that I'm good at that and people usually appreciate it when I do that but it's like You can't rush through a webinar presentation and then expect to come off as an expert. And you can't rush through teaching like the core of everything you do and plug in a couple words and change a couple slides to a template. Like it is not gonna work. So that first mistake that people make is they teach way too much. Like they fire hose with information, but there's no depth in what they actually teach. There's no true value in it. Because if you just sat there and spewed facts to me about business or about team building or about marketing or things that i you know want to solve problems around I'd be like cool that's awesome that that's a problem I get the fact you've backed it up that's great I do not see how I can either change what I'm doing or add in things to what I'm doing and adjust to get the result I want to get you haven't painted that picture for me you haven't made that clear for me and if you haven't done that you won't sell you will not sell because if people don't believe that going into your offer they're not going to buy because they don't believe that this is going to solve their problem. The second thing is when people pitch every single one, every single one, and I'm guilty of this because it's really hard to not do this. Every single pitch lists out the offer. They list out like the ingredients, like it's a list. It's a label of what they sell. I sell, you know, my offer is this module, this module, this module, and this module. And what I say in my audits very lovingly is I don't care. I don't care what the name of your modules are. I don't care how many you have. I don't care about the worksheets. I want to know if I watch that module, if I consume that, what will I be able to do or know differently than right now? How's it going to solve my problem? And I see people also like I think because selling is sometimes uncomfortable for people, their pitch is like really short. It's okay to have a longer pitch. If you've provided true value and you feel connected with the value that you provided and you feel good about it and you know you've made that clarity for people, you have earned and deserve the attention to fully explain and communicate your offer in a way that is related to the results that you're going to bring that person. And your offer is going to solve their problem. It's going to serve them. You're confident in your offer. So you shouldn't feel bad for selling that ever. So instead of listing out like it's this module, it's this module, it's this module, or glazing over like, hey, you need this program and it has like two slides, go deep and explain why this is the best thing that they've ever come across to fix the problem that they have. And when you do it right, your offer should basically fill in a gap that you created when you explained your content. So this concept came from my friend and also sales director, Andra Bolin, who's somebody who has helped me with my webinar. She's brilliant with webinars and I've learned a lot from her. But I have always stuck with this, that when done right, your webinar content, it creates the clarity that your the person watching it realizes oh that's what I've been doing wrong that's what I've been missing oh if I have these three pieces I will for sure be able to create the success I want to create achieve the outcome I want to create and then they now have that clarity and now they have a gap because they need help getting there and your offer fills that gap the the best webinars are going to do that they're going to fill that gap so when you pitch make sure you tie it to filling the gap that you just taught in your content And you do not just list off the ingredients of what your offer is. You talk about the outcomes. You talk about the promises. If I simply asked you, why should I care about this module? Why should I watch it? Why should I go through it? Why should I care about this bonus coaching call with you? That's another one. It's like, oh, you're going to get 60 minutes with me. I don't care. What are we going to do in those 60 minutes? What am I going to be able to achieve? That's not valuable to me to understand that, to hear that, because I have no idea what we're gonna do in that 60 minutes. Um, I helped another client the other day. She's like, I'm gonna increase the bonus from a 20-minute call to a 60-minute call with me as like a limited time bonus. And I'm like, that's awesome, but you're gonna have to communicate why that's better. What else are we gonna be able to do in that time? Is it just 40 more minutes of my time? I don't want that. I wanna know what am I gonna be able to achieve? Now that I have 60 minutes with you, we get to go deeper in X, Y, Z, so that we can X, Y, Z, right? And so nobody cares about one-on-one time with you, nobody cares about templates, nobody cares about modules or videos or anything unless they understand and they can clearly see that those things are gonna solve their problem and help them achieve their dream outcome. Okay, the final thing, I kind of talked about this one already, but I'm gonna dig into this. The final thing that people do a lot is they use templates that are not them, And then they go to present webinars. And so I recently did an audit for one of my clients who I love. She's such a sweet, sweet person. She helps parents with their toddlers. I love her so much. And I could tell that she used like the Russell Brunson webinar stack. And in there she had like all the slides and the the entire stack. And it was like just all the templated things. And I I know her. And I'm like, you would never... (laughs) You would never say this. Like, she's like this sweet lady. I'm like, you would never go up to a parent and be like, so you got to get this and you got to get this and stack it on and like have this like massive sales personality, right? And you guys have been fed by the industry. Like, you have to do this to be successful. You do not. If anyone tells you like, if you don't do your webinar this way, it's going to fail. That's BS, so I was like, you don't have to do this. Like you do not have to sell like this. You can sell how you want to sell as long as it checks these key boxes and you talk about the outcomes, you talk about the problems you're going to solve, you talk about your promise of the offer itself and you lay it out for me so that there's no way I wouldn't want this because it's going to solve my problem and you connect with the emotion. And I can tell in the webinar I could tell in her slides where she had her in there because she was so amazing at connecting with the emotions of moms who are frustrated and feel like they're failing. And then it got to some of the parts where it was like, it was completely not her and that's never going to work. And so when I told her like, you don't have to do this. She's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that. Like I hated that part of my webinar. I didn't want to have it in there. And I'm like, You do not have to pretend to be anybody in a webinar. Like, yeah, you have to check these key boxes, but you can always do it in a way that's authentic to you. And there's a specific way that you show up as a person. Like, if you're in a conversation with me, I am no BS, straight to the point, very fast moving, high energy, like intense. That's how I show up on my webinars. Like, I am me on my webinars and I take, you know, core foundational things. And so, People, you don't want to come off really uncomfortable in what you're pitching because it was a template that you got from somebody else and you forced yourself to do it because you told yourself or they told you and the industry tells you, you have to do this to be successful. So make sure that when you have a webinar, whether it's the content or the pitch, this happens a lot in the pitch because I think people don't know how to pitch. And if you don't know how to pitch, do the same exercise I said with the content. Take a step back and just pretend like you have to sell it to someone. Go to your partner or your friend and be like, I'm gonna sell you my program, okay? You're my ideal customer. I'm gonna tell you why you should buy it. I'm gonna tell you what it's gonna do for you. That's essentially your pitch. And you just make some refinements to that. That's gonna be so much better than a template, just literally doing that. Because for the most part, and the clients I work with, because I won't take on someone like this, they're all experts in their field. Like they know their stuff. They're passionate about it. They believe in it. They've seen it work with other people like they know it that energy has to come out in a webinar that has to come out when you're selling because people pick up on that and if you tone that down because you're trying to mold into a template it's literally never going to work so all right you guys I hope that was helpful there's a lot I can say on webinars I spend I spend I love auditing them because they make such a huge difference too like when somebody goes from the original to the new one. I mean, I've had a client get like no sales for the first 30 days of running it. We audit the webinar instantly sales are coming in. And it's like, if you're getting leads and they're going to your webinar, there's massive opportunity. And that's, you know, probably not going to be the first time that you re-record it either. Like there's, I'm always improving my webinar. Every time I do a webinar, I think, you know, what could I do better about it? How can I improve that? Where did I feel like people were confused? Where did they drop off? Where did my energy lag a little bit? Because I was not in alignment with what I was saying. Like it's never ending. And that's cool because there's opportunity in that. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll talk to you next week.